Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. June. Back to school here in Prince William County. I'm Neil Augenstein. American University students are about to get a lesson in labor unrest. I'm Dick Iuliano. Back to mask wearing in parts of Shenandoah National Park. I'm Sandy Kozell. Good morning. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Monsoon rains have hammered drought-stricken western portions of the country, including Utah, where rescue crews are still searching for a missing hiker swept away in the water at Zion National Park. Flash flooding triggered overnight rescues in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson. The ground is so overly full and saturated uh, that even if you don't get as much rain north of I-20, you're still likely to see flooding, and that's why we have that flood watch through Monday night, and I suspect it will get extended as well. Experts fear lack of water around the world will drive up prices and slow down deliveries. Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. It isn't just California. Climatologists warn severe drought is affecting much of the northern hemisphere, withering crops, emptying rivers, and worsening a supply chain crisis that's already pushing food and energy prices to record highs. Europe drought is on track to be the worst in 500 years. The American West is two decades into the worst drought in over a millennium. The U.N. says land degradation and human-linked climate change are largely to blame. Former President Trump's lawyers plan to ask a judge to appoint a neutral party to review and possibly return evidence seized at Mar-a-Lago. More from correspondent Deborah Alfaro. Another document of interest, the affidavit used to get approval for the FBI search. The Justice Department says releasing the affidavit could cause irreparable damage to their ongoing criminal investigation. The federal judge in Florida who signed off on the FBI search has given the Justice Department until Thursday to submit proposed redactions to the affidavit. A suspect in Boston mobster Whitey Bulger's murder has a court appearance today. Correspondent Scott McFarlane. A Justice Department official tells CBS News it'll be a detention hearing and arraignment for 36-year-old Sean McKinnon in Florida. McKinnon is one of three people charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder against 89-year-old Whitey Bulger. The Boston crime figure killed four years ago in October at the Hazleton Federal Prison in West Virginia. 78-year-old actor Gary Busey's been charged with sexual misconduct and harassment after his appearance at a horror film convention near Philly this month. And something is getting people sick at a fast food chain. Here's CBS's Wendy Gillette. Wendy says it's pulling lettuce from sandwiches in restaurants in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania after people eating them there reported becoming ill. The CDC said it's working to determine whether romaine lettuce is the source of an E. coli outbreak that sickened at least 37 people and sent 10 to the hospital. S&P futures down 46. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 703 Monday morning, August 22nd. Mostly cloudy, humid today with periods of rain likely. Highs will be in the low to mid 80s.
Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour. Hundreds of thousands of students are headed back to school in Northern Virginia today. Kids in Fairfax and Prince William counties, Fairfax City, Manassas Park City, and the city of Alexandria. All of them begin classes today. Nearly 180,000 students are returning to Fairfax County schools. That's where it's the first school year for Superintendent Michelle Reed. One big change for the students there this year, cell phone use is restricted. Students will only be allowed to use them in between classes and during lunch. 89,000 students are headed back to school in Prince William County today, and WTOP's Neil Augenstein is in Woodbridge this morning. Here at Garfield High School, 2,400 students will be coming back to school today. Here and throughout the second largest school system in the state, it's feeling a lot more like normal than the past few years. Masks are optional. The indication so far is most people are feeling pretty comfortable right now. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to aid us in, in, in making those connections and building relationships. Principal Matt Matheson says the nonverbal communication when kids are able to see their teachers and classmates' entire faces is important. Our most successful students are our most engaged students. They're not just, you know, coming to school to, uh, to attend class, but they're involved in clubs, activities, athletics. I think kids are feeling a lot more comfortable to do that. In Woodbridge, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. This will be a busy morning at American University. On campus, students are arriving just as more than 500 university employees are planning to go on strike. They're walking out because their union failed to come to an agreement with the school over wages and health care benefits. The clerical, technical, and academic staff say they'll picket the school for up to five days this week, including today's move-in day for students. The Northwest D.C. University and the union representing the workers have been negotiating a new labor contract. The workers, members of the Service Employees International Union, have demanded 9% salary hikes over two years. The university says it offered a 4% raise and other compensation increases in its best and final offer. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. In Montgomery County, when school starts next Monday, police specially trained as community engagement officers will operate under a revised set of rules. It's been dubbed CEO 2.0 by Montgomery County school officials, and Captain Stacy Flynn with the Montgomery County Police Department explains, instead of having police called community engagement officers stationed at each high school, there will be office space available for the CEO. However, the CEO will not be permanently assigned to the high school. The role of police has been debated within school clusters and at the county council level. The new arrangement outlined in a memorandum of understanding is an attempt at striking a balance between providing state-mandated police coverage for schools and addressing concerns on the policing of students. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 2022 on WTOP. So far, there's been little change in the vote count in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive. Election officials have been conducting a recount there. They're going to meet this morning to finalize results. As he did four years ago, challenger David Blair came very close to winning the office, but ended up 35 votes behind incumbent Mark Elrich. So far, the recount has resulted in a gain of two votes for Blair and one vote for Elrich. The county election board has now finished recounting early voting ballots and election day ballots for 12 of 13 districts. Coming up after traffic and weather, mask wearing once again mandatory in a popular recreation spot in our region. It's 707. 
Here's a highlight from Bill Wright, the Senior Director for North American Government Affairs at Splunk on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Whatever threats we face, data will really be the primary source for countering it. So the key is finding the right data, having the tools to understand what that data is in fact trying to tell you, and then having the ability to act on it quickly and act on it confidently. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search 